It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast, talking real estate around the UAE and available on Spotify and Apple and, of course, wherever you get your podcast from. It is a Thursday morning. Boy, the, the week has sort of rocked by pretty fast. It's the ninth day of November. Hope your busy week is going well the weekend of course not too far away and coming up on Saturday we have the Saturday morning property market update Mario's turn this week he is going to be back with his team giving us the breakdown the the lowdown on the latest real estate news and information right across the UAE so that will be coming your way on Saturday and I see that the Dubai property prices uh, surprise surprise they've continued to surge with a 19% increase in the past year that is according to Knight Frank's autumn 2023 Dubai residential market review now they've pointed out that in Q3 of 2023 that has marked the 11th consecutive quarter of price increases during this period residential property values in Dubai rose by by 5%, bringing the cumulative increase to 30% since Q1 of 2020. There's not very many cities that can say they've risen by 30% since 2020, while prices remain 7% below the 2014 peak. Apartments in Dubai South showed impressive growth, rising 73% in the past year. And Palm Jumeirah retained its status as the most expensive apartment submarket, probably not that surprising to most of us. Well, it's been a very busy week for us, but let's find out how busy the week has gone for our next guest as we bring you another episode of the Diary of a New Dubai Real Estate Agent. We are catching up, yes, once again with Lillian LeCampion. And a very good morning to you, Lillian. Welcome back to the Dubai Property Podcast. Good morning, Craig. It's so wonderful to be back on. Those statistics that you just mentioned, they're absolutely staggering. But honestly, being here, it's not really that surprising. And it's not just the spectacular places like Palm Jumeirah that are going up. Also, Dubai Marina sales and rents have gone up 16% in the last year. Business Bay and Downtown have also gone up 10%. So things are still going up and up. And it really doesn't look like things are slowing down. No, I don't think they are. And I mean, the Dubai South, 73% in the past year. And that's just mind boggling, really. Yeah, I mean, Dubai South is a big part of the government's 2040 urban master plan. So that's the area around uh, the new Al Maktoum airport. And it's a really family-friendly place where you can actually get villas, townhouses and apartments. But obviously, because it's not um, fully developed yet, it's a lot cheaper than some of the more developed areas. But it's definitely up and coming. And you fast forward into the future, it's going to be one of the best places in Dubai. 
Now, if you're listening to Lillian for the very first time because you are a new listener, Lillian was a listener as well, listening to the podcast in Australia. She got in contact with us and then it's been kind of a whirlwind because Lillian has found herself in Dubai. She's changed her career from being an architect and she's now a real estate. She's working alongside Mario. It's all kind of really crazy the way Way that it unfolded. Although I think, Lillian, you still might respond to being an architect, right? Look, I will always identify as being an architect. I've had a 15-year international career. It's part of my identity. And just because I'm currently not practicing, I will always be one. And it's actually Dubai Design Week this week, the 8th to the 11th of November, which takes place in the D3 Design District, which is just across the creek from Business Bay. And this is actually an architectural urban design and interior design uh, exhibition, power discussions. They talk about sustainability in the UAE, how to retain cultural vernacular in modern architecture. And it's something that I'm going to go to every night and be involved in, um, both as an architect and a real estate professional. Mm, Okay, well, that is right up your alley. I want to talk about the rain in Dubai. You know, unless people are in Dubai, they can't really experience what happened. So maybe now that you're in Dubai, you you can sort of explain the experience of what happens when it does rain. Yes, this is something that took me by complete surprise. So you would know being here that two weeks ago on a Thursday, there was uh, quite a large storm. I say large, but it actually rained one millimetre and it caused utter chaos because the roads just aren't equipped. We're in the desert and they don't usually get rain, so they don't know how to deal with downpours. So the roads flooded. There's videos of people with water up to their bonnets. Um, some organisations issued work from home orders. There were schools that were closed. The temperature, I'm going to say dropped in inverted commas to 32 degrees. I actually had five uh, real estate viewings that day with a client and all of our cars from the office were grounded so we couldn't get out. One of the biggest news, though, was that the Burj Khalifa, which is 828 metres tall, it actually got hit by lightning, which does happen 10 times a year. Look, it's not an issue. It's not like anybody was injured. Um, They have precautions uh, in place for that. But what's really fascinating is that if the Burj Khalifa was able to capture that power, it could power the building for an entire year, if only we could capture it. Wow, yeah. And look, here's a question. Because you are an ex-architect, the infrastructure of the way the the system deals with water, it is a little bit surprising that, you know, this happens. Yeah, look, I mean, I think that's definitely more up the civil engineering path. I think Dubai is focusing on increasing the city out. And of course, we know about the urban master plan. And because of events such as this, the rain causing problems, every time they do build a new road or build a new building, they do actually provide for it. So I think in the future, things are going to be a lot better. All right, so we are talking to Lillian this morning. We will come back in just a moment and find out how her deals are going. We'll do that next. We dive deep into topics like buying, selling, investing and maximising your property's value. From mortgage advice to the latest property data and trending numbers, your real estate journey starts here. 
What are the prevailing trends in the current sector and what risks are associated with a potential cyclical reversal? And I can't believe I'm actually saying reversal. (laughs) Yes, no, our expectation now is that over the next, say, 12 to 18 months, um, there will be a slowdown. So it's a a relatively mild uh, scenario. We're not talking about, uh, you know, sector collapse, but we think uh, demand will slow down a little bit and there could be some correction on the prices that have really hit uh, a high level. You know, as you know, this, the year has been very strong. We're, we're still talking on a full year basis of a price increase of up to 18% uh, percent on, on the average for the market. But we we still, you know, see some, uh, some risks because we're reaching the previous peak levels and we see some increasing traction in smaller units, which sort of suggests that, you know, the properties are becoming more expensive. Get insider tips from industry professionals and level up your real estate game by unlocking the secrets of successful real estate transactions. And we are back on your Thursday morning. We are talking to Lillian and this is the episode of the Diary of a New Dubai Real Estate Agent. And Lillian, tell us a little bit about a deal that almost happened but didn't quite. Yes, I think um, we focus a lot on the success stories and we sometimes forget that there are the background deals that don't happen. So I've obviously only been working as a broker for the last two and a half weeks and I'm really, really gunning to get that first deal. So I met this really lovely lady while I was out and about. We heard each other's accents and we suddenly realised that we were actually from the same city in Australia, also the same suburb. And there's actually this street in that particular suburb suburb um, where there's a national park full of eucalyptus trees and the cars always have to slow down because of the koalas crossing the road. So we had a bit of rapport over that and then it came up in conversation that she had a two-bed rental in the marina that she wanted to rent out. And it was five or six days later that I actually found her a tenant and I was so excited because I thought, wow, I've, I've made a deal within my first two weeks. And this gentleman was from England. He was really keen. He loved the apartment. He sent through all his documents. He was ready to sign. And then he said, I'm just getting on a plane to go back to London for a week. And then when I come back, I'll be ready to move in. He got on the plane, which is about a seven or eight hour flight. I don't know what happened on that flight, but he got off, rang and said, I'm sorry, I'm not interested anymore. And I was really (laughs) devastated, I have to say. But look, I think that I've got to learn that these things happen all the time. I'm always reminded of so many salespeople that say they've got a deal, but it's really just talk unless you've got the, the, the signature. Not that this was that because you're just highlighting the fact that you almost got a deal, but until you've actually got it signed and in the system, it ain't a deal. Oh, absolutely. And I actually said to this lovely lady, she rang me and she said, is it a definite? And I said, look, he's very keen, he's very certain, but we're not going to say it's definite until that signature is on the contract. So tell us a little bit about the advice then that you would give yourself if you can look back over, say, the last three months, because there's been quite this build up from Australia to move into the UAE to Dubai. So what would you give yourself in terms of what you've learned? Yeah, so if I could go back three months, and this goes to anyone who's thinking about transitioning into real estate in any country, actually, or specifically coming over to Dubai. So I would say to myself, focus on one area and learn everything that you can about it. 
So uh, what I did previously was I tried to learn everything I could about 50 different suburbs in Dubai, which is actually quite difficult. But I would say pick one. So I, for example, right now, I've learned a lot about Dubai Marina. So you learn the average square meter rates, you learn how much the average apartments are going for, different bedroom sizes, learn things like the local restaurants, the nearest schools, and what are the school fees. So Mario, for example, talked about schools on Tuesday, following up from Kevin's question from the UK, um, about the question about whether you have to live in the gated communities. And, you know, Mario's great advice was pick the place that suits your lifestyle and then find the school. So, for example, I've learned recently that Dubai Marina, uh, which people don't typically associate with families, it actually has three amazing schools within 10 to 15 minutes drive, including the Dubai British School. So, you know, if it suits you, you can actually have the best of both lives. So I would learn everything that you can about the the suburb and then also about processing. So this is about Dubai laws, any procedures um, that involves the land department and the trustee office. I would learn about um, how to actually do the deals. So for example, if you've got a cash to cash uh, buying and selling, if you've got mortgages involved, uh, about leasing laws and how to set up a jury contracts. And then lastly, I think I would tell myself from three months ago, and this is that something that I'm very, very lucky to have, is really make sure that you've got a good support network. So make sure that you've got your family and friends that you can talk to, but also colleagues who are going through the same thing because there's, um, there's a lot of ups and downs in real estate. I think having amazing mentors like yourself, Craig and Mario, who have been in business for decades and are able to give advice and also a really good manager. So a shout out to my manager, Otterbeck, who's always there for me to answer questions and provide support any time of the day. I think if you have all these um, things in place, so learning, support and knowing about processes, then you'll be right once you arrive. And I think we should probably just mention that if you are looking at coming to Dubai, buying something, get in touch with uh, Lillian and we'll get you onto the podcast because we really want to make this first sale for Lillian so she's got it under her belt. And you don't need to worry about the service because you will be her first client. She is going to absolutely kill it when it comes to service. So there you go, Lillian. There's a little bit of a plug for you and we will follow that first sale. So don't hesitate to get in touch with us at the Dubai Property Podcast and we will put you in contact with her. Thank you, Craig. That's really kind of you. And even if you just want to get in touch to have a chat, I'm always really, really happy to speak to people about any subject. So please do get in touch. And if you're sort of wondering, what is Lillian all about? All you've got to do is actually go to her social media. What's that social media where you've got those videos, Lillian? Because you're very natural, you come across as very authentic, and that in itself is a good representation of the person that they will be getting to look after them. Thanks, Craig. So my uh, new Instagram handle is architect.propertyexpert.dubai, and there you can see my adventures from start to finish. Uh, I talk about the areas, about the architecture, and just lifestyle in Dubai. 
Well, it is kind of a work in progress as a new agent into Dubai, but it is a definite unique set of circumstances given that you were one of our listeners that got in touch with us months ago and it's culminated with you moving to Dubai. And I think it's a really clever thing because you say that you are an architect working in real estate and that is your point of difference. There ain't too many architects working in the real estate game in Dubai. Yeah, it's very true. But you had a guest last week, um, I believe, who was recruiting, who was saying that there are so many different businesses that you can have experience with that you can relate to um, to real estate. So people coming from financial backgrounds, investors, people who are good with numbers. Even actually, if you're just good with people, I think that it's a great career opportunity. All right, well, let's wrap it up there, Lillian. All the best uh, over the next few weeks. We'll talk again in three weeks' time. And good luck chasing down that first sale. Thank you so much, Craig. I appreciate it and speak to you in three weeks. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.